Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, October 6th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to start off with Justice League as usual. Just a ton of stuff going on marketing-wise. And, you know, there's going to be links in the show notes for anything we talk about, which is some, some things to run by. And as usual, if you want to find out more, you can click on those links. Uh, so we know that according to Alberta ratings, trailer three is going to be two minutes and 25 seconds. That's a good length to look forward that's to. A, we know it, we knew it was coming out Sunday. Yeah. Not groundbreaking or anything. I'm expecting a some old, probably some reused footage probably with mixed in with some new stuff like they've they've done for their last trailers, like with Wonder Woman and everything. But now we know, according to Justice League on Twitter, it is going to drop at exactly 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday morning. And they even released a new poster with it. Uh, what do you think of that, Zach? I think that I'm normally not awake at 9 a.m. on a Sunday, but now I will be. Um, Gosh, you party animal. I know. But this this poster is actually pretty cool. I know like they've done a lot of posters of the members just standing in a row in different configurations, but this one's pretty cool. And the little like lightning effect on Flash, I really like that. Notice how they're looking at something? Do you right. think they're looking at anything in particular? They're looking up in the air at something that could possibly be flying and or hovering. And Flash sure does look happy. He does. He's got, got that goofy <laughs> smile. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool looking poster. I I think he might be looking at Superman. Maybe not. Uh, but pretty cool to see that. And yeah, so less than 48 hours now from a new trailer. We'll be back to break that down, of course, when it's out. Uh, and probably release it that Monday. But yeah, I think it's going to be, if you follow what they've done, with Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman, especially, I think uh, as a, if it's a final trailer, it's going to be, you know, there might be some story, but it's going to be pretty action heavy. And it's, if it's anything like Wonder Woman, it's going to be like, wow, there's nothing I want to do right now, but buy tickets or watch that again. That's all I have time to do right now. (laughs) Uh, Action packed, high energy. That's what I'm expecting. Yeah. Uh, Another justice league news. Gal Gadot was on Jimmy Fallon last night and she talked a little bit about wonder woman and justice league uh nothing too groundbreaking or anything there other than she's really excited about it which was pretty fun you can check those out she also played some charades which was strange game of charades but looks like they were having fun Uh, but that's all to promote her appearance on saturday night live this weekend so she is going to be hosting it that's what they do right Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah i don't know if there'll be a justice league related skit or anything like that but i know Saturday Night Live has released a couple images of like their their cast members mixed in, just photoshopped the faces <laughs> yeah. to the Justice League. So there's Gal Gadot with you know other other cast members looking like Justice League members, which is which is neat to promote it. Yeah, and there's a a clip promoting it where she kind of breaks in through the wall, like that famous part from Wonder Woman. And you also, if if you're still unsure as how to pronounce her name, you can watch that clip and and learn it and hear it pronounced wrong a few times. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they ever said it right, even though they... That, that's true. <laughs> so it's so maybe um, not the best way to learn it. <laughs> if you want to learn wrong, wrong ways to pronounce your name, you can watch that clip. Yeah. Uh, moving on to TV news, executive producer Andrew Kreisberg previewed season four of The Flash with Entertainment Weekly. He talked uh, about Barry and he said the experience of being in the Speed Force was a bit of a baptism for him. His experience in there was has really washed away a lot of his sins cleansed him of his doubts, fears, and his guilts, and he really loves being the Flash again. I think we could all use a little trip to the Speed Force with the way it's described here. 
Um, yeah, well, I, I'm sure there's some but, nice parts, probably to us mere mortals. But yeah, sounds he, good. <laughs> he, he skipped over the parts where he had to stare at people dying in this one, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's we talked about how it's going to be lighter and fun, and and they talk about this a lot in the the article. And oh, Barry's going to be more fun, happy, and there's going to be more humor this season. And yeah, they just they're they're really emphasizing that, and it looks like it's going to tie right into where he's been all this time. Yeah, and they they emphasize a lot about how he's gonna really become like the comic book flash you know this was already the more comic booky of the shows uh but they hopefully are going even farther in that direction yeah full-on experience flash which he's, he's kind of been really since the start but um he's not full-on the experience flash if you pick up a random comic yeah i also talked about the new big bad the thinker he said there's a chess match going on and in the beginning our guys don't even realize that they're playing against him you watch as they're realizing that somebody is manipulating events and pulling the string, strings as it's all building to a big confrontation. Yeah, again, this is a nice change of pace from the speedsters. I know physical uh, physical challenges for our heroes are always cool, but I, I think I tend to lean towards the the more psychological or uh, type of villains who really challenge them mentally. So I think I'm pretty excited to see what they do with the thinker this season. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of brain power in Star Labs, and Barry is one of the smarter people there too. So I'm in, like you said, I'm interested to see that maybe some problem solving that has things other than just run real fast. I do yeah. want to see him run real fast, but uh, yeah, also showing off his genius as well. Yeah. As long as he doesn't just have the emphasis of, I need to get faster to be faster than this other person, you know, he can, he can still try to be faster, but maybe have another goal too. Yeah. I mean, if they have like a, a three episode arc where they're literally just sitting down playing chess and not moving, I, I would watch it, but I'm not sure how much I would enjoy it. Right. Uh, he talked about Caitlyn as well. He says, all I'll say is that for the people that love Caitlyn, they're going to be really happy. And for the people who love Killer Frost, they're really going to be happy too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty much done with this storyline. Um, I, I mean, we can guess what this means, but we're going to see Caitlyn and we're also going to see Killer Frost, which I think is... Uh, good it's probably for the best that we see yeah, both I, of them and there's that there, there's no other way to do it than just let her keep some of her powers but also be good like if they do anything else uh, it's, it's silly yeah i don't i don't i don't think they do anything else and so i'm i think i'm fine with where this is going now it looks like uh, and then he also mentioned that there's a lot of harry early on in the season but then we will see other wells which isn't i, I think we've heard that before but just again confirmation on that Right, but he makes it sound like Harry's going to be around for quite a while, and we're going to deal with with that. But then we will also see other stuff. So, and that's good. I, I mean, there's so many wells out there that I forget which one we're dealing with most of right. the time. <laughs> it's always <laughs> tough to keep track of them. So, it's good to have an old one return for a while. And I, I want to see other versions as well. But um, I don't mind going back to one we know a little bit and seeing him develop more. I'm just assuming that Tom Cavanaugh just has like a note on the back of his hand written in pen. It's like. Wait, which one am I playing right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how he does it. He's a he's a pro for sure. Uh, on to some, some more news that's probably going to make Alan more unhappy. <laughs> a V for Vendetta TV show is in development from British TV network Channel 4, according to Bleeding Cool. Uh, not much is known other than that. You know, this is V for Vendetta, obviously the very influential comic from the late 80s based on um, by Alan Moore and David Lloyd. It also was adapted into a a 2005 film but it looks like it's going to be a tv series on channel four and yeah again sort of like watchmen but obviously not as with the budget or 
maybe talent that HBO has. Um, I'm really interested to see what they do, if how faithful they are to it, or if it's just set in the world and they like go off of that and tell different news stories. But I don't know. I like V from Verdetta, so if they can adapt it well, I'm excited. If not, I'll still watch it and complain about <laughs> it probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, like you said about with Watchmen, it's they're going to have to do something. If they want this to be an ongoing series, they're going to have to adapt it somehow, either set it in the modern day or greatly expand or or change some things to uh, make it fit into the tone and the, the thematics of V for Vendetta while still making it in a way that makes sense as an ongoing TV series. I'm not terribly familiar with Channel 4, though, but I think they might do some miniseries. So this they might, I, I don't think HBO is going to do that with Watchmen, but this maybe they could do you know, a 12 episode miniseries that just strictly adapts it. I don't know that that, I, I don't get any senses that that's, that that is what they're doing, but I think that's possible. Yeah, that could, that could work. Uh, and then wrapping up today, we have a little bit of Black Lightning casting news. Singer and actress Jill Scott has been cast as Lady Eve, according to Deadline. Uh, not really sure how many episodes she's going to be in, but Lady Eve is going to work with Tobias Whale, and she's kind of like the liaison between him and some of the corrupt people in power i think Um, but yeah sounds like a cool character again i'm not super well read in black lightning and all the other characters but it sounds like a an interesting one yeah i'm curious so he's the showrunners have talked about not wanting to have a a villain of the week so they're they're obviously going to need to cast more villains who all work together so her working with spice whale makes sense um yeah i mean I don't, I don't know what's on about Lady Eve, but it's interesting. They got another singer. She's an actress too as well. But so maybe Tobias Whale, Crondon's Tobias Whale and her can team up for a duet at some point. Oh but, yeah. I will, we'll probably have a musical I mean, episode. I mean, people <laughs> wanted that. <laughs> that would, that would, yeah, that's possible. But I know it's like when Will Smith and Jared Leto are in Suicide Squad, you're expecting oh, yeah. a song, you're like expecting a song from the actors. So that's, that's kind of weird that they've done that. But yeah, I'm, I'm cool to see a, a female villain on the show. Yeah, I'm ready for that. Yeah. All right, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.